What's good? This is Marcus, and I'm super excited to announce Chai Tea Vibes Lo-Fi Radio. This is a 24-7 lo-fi radio stream. We're going to be adding new vibes to this channel all the time. Whether you're studying, going on a long trip, cleaning, or just looking for something to set the mood. Instead of going to Lo-Fi Girl, why don't you check out Chai Tea Vibes Lo-Fi Radio today? Let's lock in. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? This is Marcus, and I'm here with my lovely wife, Shira. And we would like to welcome you to another episode of the Black Married and Debt Free Podcast. And we're happy to be here with you guys. Shira, how are you doing on today? I'm doing well. That's you know, good. we. Had a great start to our day. We did. We did. We made our way to, to church, which was nice. Yes. Got some co- coffee, some caffeinated. Yes. <laughs> and feeling all right. How about yourself? You know, Shy, I, I could give you the generic. I'm Everything's great. You know what I mean? I could give you that. I could give our listeners that. But you guys deserve better. Uh, you know, I had a rough week. I had a rough week. Mm-hmm. The weekend has been good, has been a nice reprieve from just a very busy work week things changing at work as i'm sure things are changing for many uh but yeah other than that i'm great i'm much better today as i think about what monday may look like you know gives me a little anxiety (laughs) oh no well i know that it will be monday yes Uh, a lot of folks will be listening on monday monday so So wishing you you, yes we're wishing you guys a a fantastic start to beautiful start uh but i'm optimistic i'm optimistic um you know so things are things are good and shara today you know i really thought i was telling you uh, we were coming home and i was telling you know i think we need to we need to have a real estate update pod because um, for those of you who have been following us for a while and maybe those are new you know just let you know me and Shire are real estate investors that's part of our strategy for early retirement or just wealth building in general part real estate part stock market and our real estate is mostly or actually completely throughout of state buy and hold investing and so we want to kind of just do an update. We're coming up on fifth year, five years of being investor. Shy, how you feel about that? In March, it's going to be five years you've been a real estate investor. Yes. it. I mean, it doesn't really feel like five years, no. but I yeah. guess it has been five years. Yeah. And I know that 
we were talking about this year, 2023, really being a year of reflection. Yes. Because, you know, we kind of started it off kind of as an experiment. You yes. know, like we did our research. Yes. You know, we have our handy dandy spreadsheets and our 10 year plan for real estate. But real estate is really one of those industries that continues to change. Yes. And, you know, I don't think when we started, we anticipated um, the cost of houses to rise so much. And now, like, we're looking at higher interest rates. And so, really, with real estate, it's not really, like, a linear journey. Mm -hmm. There's, like, so many different variables that play in your experience. And so, like, this year, we were... You know, really going to reflect right. and say, hey, is real estate all that we thought that it was going to be? I love that. And and I know anyone who's been following us for any length of time probably would like to know, how has it been going for you guys? Right. You may be coming on um, at a point in your journey where you're just thinking about doing it or where you're like, OK, you know, this the, the, this couple said they've been doing it. Well, is it still a viable option? Is it still, does it still make sense? Is it still a good strategy to help me get to early retirement or to build significant wealth? And so we're going to kind of try to answer those from a five-year vet uh, perspective. Oh my goodness. The the term vet, like (laughs) a veteran, like I feel like we're super knowledgeable. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I think you, you said something else that was I really want to uh, highlight before okay. we move forward. With real estate, it feels like real estate cannot be a set it and forget it type of investment vehicle. You don't think so? I think it can to a certain degree, but I think you need to con- maybe annually or biannually or at some point you got to reassess and say, is this the best way to do real estate? Because... Mm-hmm. The thing about real estate is there's so many ways to be an investor. There's so many things you could be fix and flip. You can be buy and hold. You could be short term rental, mid term rental, you know. Mm-hmm. So we, we hear all these things and I think you can't just be locked so locked in on one when the the market changes, you may have to change your strategy with it too. So I think that's kind of where we're at, even Shy. We're like, okay, is the way we invest does that still work? And I think that's something that if you become a real estate investor, anyone listening, you're going to have to at some point say, is this is this still working or do we do we pivot? You know, so mm-hmm. I also want to add in like the concept of of time, because yes. it's like as you're saying, like there are different ways that you can make money in real estate. Mm-hmm. But also you don't have to be a jack of all trades. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do every single Wait, no. I can't fix nothing. I'm just going to be honest. Like, right. I can't fix anything. Yeah. Okay. I could choose a paint color. Yeah. Um, that's about it. So, yeah, just knowing um, what is it in real estate that brings you the most joy, fulfillment, and yes. then, of course, profit as well. And, yeah, you might have to pivot, and maybe you'll pivot and lean into something new. Right. Um, Or you might say this is – my approach and so i'm going to lean into timing ride it out and you know do things do the right things at the right time you know to the best of my ability 
Yeah, so I'm gonna let you drive this one, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get into it. Okay, so five years in, we have five properties. Mm-hmm. We have two in North Carolina, and we have three in Alabama. Mm-hmm. And um, we were really blessed to get our start in real estate through the use of a home equity line of credit. Yes, and we took out a home equity line of credit after paying off a condo that we had purchased when the market had crashed. Mm -hmm. And so we had a lot of equity sitting in that particular home. And so we said, Hey, we want to get into real estate. This is a way that we can get into real estate without having, we didn't save up any of our money. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Like we tapped into the equity of that home and we became our own bank essentially. And so with that funding that was available to us, which was, how much was it? Do you recall? Uh, 125K. Okay. So $125,000. We went out and we bought a very nice uh, rental property mm-hmm. in North Carolina. It's, it is what I would say is our best property to date. Yes. And I mean, it, it looks nice. Like, yes. I felt that with at least our first home, if I wouldn't live there, I'm not going to buy it. I mean, obviously, that's just me making money decisions with like my heart and not (laughs) my brain. We were still we were still green. So that's that's still very green. Right. Because you could have we could have taken that money and probably got a few properties, but we got one. Okay. And because we were using a home equity line of credit, we were able to um, pay it in cash. So yes. we closed in like a week. Of course, there is a payment, you know, associated with it because it was through a home equity line of credit. So, you know, we didn't have a traditional mortgage, but yes. we did have to make monthly payments on that HELOC. And here we are today, five years later. And within that five year period of time, we sold our initial primary residence that had the HELOC. Yes. And when we sold that home, it completely paid off the HELOC. And so that meant that our first property, we now own free, free and, clear. and clear. And so, like I mentioned, we have five properties. And so that leaves us with four other properties. And those properties have traditional mortgages where we put down, yes. you know, um, 20% 30-year um mortgages so that's kind of like bringing everyone up to, up speed, to speed i was gonna to say where we are i'm glad you did that Shai. i was gonna say should we go bring them up to um, speed today so. so i do have a couple of categories that i would like you to comment on oh i'm here for it and the first one is just the experience like without we're definitely going to dive into the numbers because it's tax season. Yeah, we we're to, getting we all of our numbers together and we're actually going to be sharing some numbers on this podcast. Yeah. So this is the gonna, only place exclusive. We're going to spill the tea. Yes. And um, we're going to provide a level of transparency mm-hmm. that I don't think everyone gives. No. But anywho, but just I, I think it would be great to just have you just comment on the experience of, of going, you know, you know, uh, comment on the journey up until this point. Shara, what am I doing right now? You're smiling, but <laughs> from ear to ear. <laughs> but you always smile. <laughs> from ear to ear, man. Just when you ask that question, I, I immediately start smiling, man. Like, Shara, you know, I always tell you, for me, experiences are so important because 
in the recesses of my mind sometimes I just go back and think about moments and I'm like man that was really fun I, I don't know if I do that more than the average person but I do that a lot mm-hmm. to help me through times where I'm not really feeling the best or I'm you know a little bit anxious or whatever I just think man I remember when we did this or when I when I did that or I mean and I could see it very vividly and when you ask that question man I just reflect on how new how fresh how fun those the experience was of first learning how to invest and learning what we you know what was going to be our strategy and then finding a home and, and finding an agent and just the process of it all and then going to see you know uh, closing on the home and going to see it from each home I could it was each gives me a different joyful experience Mm -hmm. because I knew what we were doing I knew we were creating this legacy you know piece by piece you know what I mean yeah just one step at a time and so I totally enjoyed it for for we talk about reflecting on the feeling of it it's just it was all pleasant it's all fun fresh I, I had the feeling of doing something that I don't think many of many people in my family have done, you know, taking a chance that I don't think many people in my family have taken. And it just felt fresh. It felt like, uh, for lack of a better word, like you're going on this voyage, you know what I mean? Like, like, like you're, 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 you're finally doing something that I don't know if anyone around me has done this, you know, whereas in other aspects of our life, you're doing things that, you know, you've seen right Mm -hmm. but this is something that i have not i had not seen with my own eyes yeah and it would just felt very empowering and and i wouldn't trade those experiences for the world to a certain extent those experiences drove drive me to keep doing it you know the numbers are great too and the numbers kind of work themselves out but i your hunger is for i want to create another experience so yeah man that's that's how it's been for me uh pleasant all the way through you know what I'm saying? Well, what about you, Shy? Yeah, it has been great. Yeah. You know, and I remember having like the idea, just mm-hmm. the idea of real, of real estate and I did share it with a few people and some of my coworkers um you know, they would they would laugh and you know, I was, you know, pretty expressive and pretty excited about it even though yeah. I hadn't done it yet. And um I know one time I had just, I mentioned it to someone and I said, yeah, I was thinking about it. And I kind of gave this person, I gave her some insight as to our plan Mm -hmm, and what we mm -hmm. were about to do. And she disclosed to me in private that she also had several properties. Wow. And she told me the story about how, um, she owned a lot of land and she sold that land Mm -hmm. and um to i guess save on some taxes she wanted to use she used the money to purchase all these properties and how only a handful of people knew that she had them right and even at that time you know she certain people in her family did not know right not even her children she hadn't disclosed it to them wow that you know that that's what she had done and when she told me that story 
I felt like, okay, this is a sign that we're moving in the right, right direction. direction. And like, she wasn't like a high, you know, she wasn't like, you know, I mean, she was an average worker mm-hmm. like myself. Like she did not appear to be rich, yeah, you know, but yet she had all this real estate. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I I just felt like so privileged that she would share that with me. And it was like, for me, I took it as kind of like a sign, like, okay, you're going in the right direction. This is what you should be doing. I love that, Sharon. To piggyback on that, it feels almost like it was, it's a fraternity of people, like like, almost like a secret society of people that own property (laughs) aside from their primary residence. Like, Mm -hmm. So I did make mention that I did I had never seen like my family do it, but I did I do have an uncle that shall remain nameless for uh, <laughs> to keep him anonymous, but I remember him mentioning something about property before, and when we were thinking about doing it, I called him to say like, hey, do you own property? Like, and he does, you know, and so I felt like, man, okay, people do this, you yes. know what I mean? And he was yes. telling me about his mentor that that you know had done it and i was like okay okay so it's just like you feel like you're in this fraternity and it's like i can do this i can do this you know so i like that story that you laid out there shy about your coworker. that's 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 dope yeah and so i mean there's a lot of people they have houses and they're in real estate they don't say anything Mm-mm. Mm-mm. they don't say anything you know and that's fine because yes. that's their business yes. you know what i'm saying and so so you know, but there is that there there is that kind of fear when you're just getting started. Like, oh my goodness, yeah. no one else, you know, has done this, or I'm going to be the first, or yes. you know, or maybe the first in my immediate family. Yes. And like, if I do this and it doesn't work out, nobody can bail me out. So yep. it's just like, <laughs> yeah. so let's just make sure that we're you know, um, that we're crossing our T's and dotting our I's. But I would say all in all, the experience has been really great. We've been able to meet a lot of great people. Great people. Build a lot of different relationships. And so. And um, I love I love that we got to do it together. Mm-hmm. You know, me and you getting on planes. We were doing stuff for the first time together. together. Yeah. And that's like that just kind of strengthens your bond. Like, hey, both our names are on this. And like you said, if this goes bad. Hey. Yo, it's going back for both of us, you know. <laughs> and I, I think that that's great. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, especially like for younger couples, like you should strive to grow together. Make you know, together, especially yeah. when it comes to relationships, we have people who want to come to the table as the full package and mm-hmm. already have, you know, everything. But it's okay to be broke and to, yeah. build, together. to build together. And yeah. so um, that has definitely been been great for us and yeah. it's part of our our journey in in our experience yes so while we have shared a lot of pleasantries mm-hmm. um let's talk, let's talk as about far the as uh the experience maybe what are some things that were maybe not so pleasant that maybe you did not expect Ooh, that's a good one shy um one thing that i realized is that the payoff on real estate is slow Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a it's a slow, long term investment vehicle, especially when you're doing long term. I mean, look at the look at the look at the title of the the strategy: long term buy and hold. Right, you're getting rents that are a thousand dollars, but your mortgage may be six hundred dollars. So you got a four hundred dollar spread before your you know expenditures for 
maintenance and different things. So at the end of the day, you're not turning a huge profit every month, but over time, that thing will build up. The equity in the house will gain, but all that takes time. Mm-hmm. So it's not a quick fix. It's not a quick buck. What? Right. Yeah. So you kind of, that is a kind of splash of water to when you finally realize, okay, I bought this big thing. I did this big, huge thing. But the re- once that's set and you walk away from the experience, the money comes in slow, trickles in. Yeah, I would agree with that because, you know, you're putting down a down payment. So mm-hmm. that's going to be thousands of dollars. Yes. And then it's going to take it will, might take a few years before you recoup what you put in. Right. Before you technically or in the in the see black a profit. See a profit. Right? Yeah. Yep. So that's that's very true. Yeah, so that's peace. And then I think this year, which I think we're going to get into it more, but if not, I can go in now. The re, the influx of repairs really, really hit. Yes. In 2022. Hit like no other year, I think. Yes. And that's a that was a rude awakening that the type of home you buy, the year in which you buy, it can affect the little knickknack repairs that you do going forward. Yeah, I would 100% agree with that. Mm-hmm. And we ha- we've had some major repairs. We had a roof that needed to be repaired. I'm yeah. talking about a full roof. Entire roof. An entire roof was repaired. We did an entire new AC for one of the units. You see, re- uh, excuse me, AC repairs. Mm-hmm. Water heater. Uh, we had a water heater that was in 2021 we had a entire flood door or a uh Ooh, you said sliding flood. glass it scared me I okay <laughs> sliding, sliding glass door was that in 2022 that was in 2022 okay did the whole sliding glass door yes that was like 1500 then there we've had a door kicked in before that we had to replace <laughs> see see uh and then what we're going through now which is probably not one of not our biggest but one of our biggest is a tenant repair so a tenant leaving and they tow the house up which is a first for us yes it's definitely a first for us and we got a really big bill Mm -hmm. for all of the things that need needed to be repaired and replaced Mm -hmm. of course there's painting there's flooring that needs to be redone Mm -hmm. redone and just wear and tear that was probably above average yes that you know i look i don't want to talk about yeah but yeah so So those are some of the the bad i guess for me shire is yeah how long it takes to build and here's the thing too shire and we've shared this you don't you can't just buy a few and stop and expect it to build the build comes from the consistent acquisition of another one, another one. So you get 200 here, 200 there, 200 times 10. Now you're at 2,000. 200 times, you know, 15 homes. Okay, so now you're making, now, you, now you're doing something here. But, you know, with the interest and with the pandemic and with kind of how the economy went, we, mm-hmm. we put a pause on our acquisition. And so now you're kind of, you kind of have time to sit and look at what you got. And you're like, okay, is this, is, yeah. is this what I thought it would be? Yeah, and I feel like we've had this conversation because, um, a couple of our houses are older houses, mm-hmm. like houses that were like built like in the 60s. So, I mean, that's that's a house 50, 60 years old. 
And you have to think about the upkeep on the home before uh, you got it. And yes. so while we purchase houses that are pretty much turnkey, mm -hmm. they're turnkey aesthetically. There so that go. means when I walk in, it looks nice. But still, you know, uh there are other things yeah. and other repairs that wear are tear. wear and tear and you know things that are just beyond it looking nice um and so now it's kind of like okay do we need to reevaluate how we buy is it worth getting a more expensive home come on sure you know because buying a more expensive home might save in costs down the line mm -hmm. so it's kind of like do you want to pay less now and have more repairs mm -hmm. or potentially pay more now and have a less repairs and probably higher appreciation because of the quality of property that you're buying. And so sometimes people like to like grade houses like mm -hmm. this is in an A neighborhood, B or C or D. So it's kind of like, okay, do we want to do we want to buy seed yeah. in seed neighborhoods, you know, or do we want to buy in a B neighborhood? Right. You know, so I think that we're thinking about those questions more more deeply now yes. instead of okay oh i got enough money just to get something really quickly it's yes. like okay what do we want to you know do and i know that we've also explored um buying a house in california which yeah. sounds crazy sounds insane. <laughs> it sounds insane and you know we went out of our state because it costs so much to live here but is it worth you know possibly selling a house out of state and mm -hmm. then taking that that profit and putting it into a house in California where we might see greater appreciation depending on the neighborhood that we buy in. Yes. And then also having something closer, mm -hmm. you know, a closer asset might be beneficial even for the children. Right. Like, Hey, we have this house in California. Yeah. Leave mine and go down the street, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. I think there are a lot of possibilities and yeah. just a lot of questions that we're thinking about now that we're five years in yes that we didn't necessarily think about at the beginning yeah so, uh, i think you're absolutely right Shia. absolutely yeah. right now i think i want to jump into whether or not this is still a profitable business mm. show me the money Yes. Show me the money. And let's, so let's talk about we will show y'all the money. We're gonna spill the beans. Let's spill the tea, Shire. <laughs> I mean, they they they've been here this long. Let's let's, spill let's talk the beans about it. and also see. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Feel free to share your thoughts. Um, but, but before you get deep in this, Shire, okay. you know, I came to you to start the year yes. after a long, hard year of repairs last year. Yes, long, hard repairs. And let's note that we were p paying for our repairs. Not with the use of a credit card. No, we're, but we're, using we're all like real estate income. Reserves, reserves and profit. And so I knew that, man, this year is going to be is an interesting year, you know, as far as profit after expenses. And I said, Shire, what I want to do for 2023, because in the, in, in, the, in the same time, we finally maxed out our contributions to our with our 401k and our Roth IRA. So like we're investing way more in the stock market than we ever have. The real estate kind of was on pause because of the interest rate hikes and we, you know, it wasn't being really feasible for us to buy. And we were getting a lot of repairs. So I said, Shire, for 2023, let's just pause, keep stay on this pause that we're on, keep investing in the stock market, and but let's keep a close eye on the expenses. If the expenses look anything like they did in 2022. This year, at the end close of the year, we decide, do we want to keep doing this 
or do we want to sell and consolidate to some type of other investment mm-hmm. be, be that another house or if we just pour that money into the stock market because it just wasn't being it wasn't profitable so now we're going to get into the numbers to really and i haven't done this yet i but we're going to see now we're not going to include the repairs but we're going to just get to include what we made for profit minus the mortgages on the home so you can yes. get an idea of what the profit really looks like yeah and so. i will say that you know we were having a um, conversation with another um couple on the podcast mm-hmm. who um also invest in real estate and you know they really reiterated the point that once you get things fixed you usually don't have to repair them again that's a good thing you know yeah. so yes we had to repair we had to do a whole new roof but yeah. guess what we should not have to do another roof on right. that particular house right. for you know 15, 10, 20 15 years, years. Yep. So, okay. So, five houses, five years later. What was our profit? Y'all, we got our tax statements. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, we're able to... Uh, Wait, Shai. Mm-hmm. Give me the number. The the Give me the gross first. I'm going to give you the gross. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Okay. Make, make me feel good. Make me feel good. Okay. So, the gross. This is before um, mortgages. But this, this is the gross... But this is the gross after our property management has taken yes. their fees. Because mm-hmm. we're looking at the statements that they provided us. Right. So it's the gross, but it does take out their fee, which range ranges from 8 to 10%. 8 to 10%. Um, okay. So $52,642. Okay. Okay. That was the gross profit from last year. Which is good. I mean, that's some folks' salary. That's more than the average salary in the U.S. So yeah, I'm, I'm okay. okay. Okay, I'm with you. I'm with here's, you. But here's the spin that you are going to have expenses mm-hmm. with any business, and so the expense that we were able to easily calculate really quickly was the total cost of mortgages. So this is mortgages for four homes, and the mortgages. Oh, I was going to give a range. I actually don't have the monthly amount listed out. But anywho, I'll just give you the grand total. So the grand total for the year was $20,343.72. And so the profit after taking the gross minus the mortgages is $32,298. And 28 cents. Okay, Marcus's mouth is really wide. <laughs> He's looking shocked because shocked. I actually didn't tell him the profit number. <laughs> I am shocked. That's better than I thought. Yeah. I mean, shoot, we just did an so article. So 32K. Right. We just did an article in Business Insider where we tallied the numbers and it was from like a couple years, a year or so ago. Last year. Not this year, but last year. We I think only, we told him like 28,000. We okay, so. So, shoot, we could have. I know. That number could have looked a little bit cooler with 32. I know. <laughs> I know. But that's dope. That's, but, that's, that's dope. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, so that's so, promising. And I'm going to tell you why in a second. Go ahead, Shaq. Okay, going. but the 32,000 obviously does not include those repairs those that repairs. we mentioned because we didn't itemize the cost for that. So, y'all can. I'm going to ballpark and say we did. Shire, I'm gonna keep it 100 with you. We probably did $15,000 in repairs last year. That is enough to make me faint. <laughs> so that just shows you. But that was a bad year. You don't that have the same repairs year. every year. That was just a bad year. So I'm gonna tell you why I'm optimistic about that there. 
Okay. Why are you optimistic? That was the first year that all four or five homes were tenant occupied the entire year. Except for one month. Oh, no, no, no. The whole year. The, the whole, whole year. year. You're right. Mm-hmm. The whole year. But we had a tenant issue to close the year on yeah. our most profitable home. Right. Where we didn't get a month and a half, two months of rent. Was it two months? We got at least no, we didn't get one month of rent. Yep. So there's that. Going into 2023, our current year, every single home has rent has been raised. Yes. Our most profitable home, rent will be raised $200 a month. Yes. More than 200 It's more than 200 225 a month. So that's a month more on just one home. Yes. The, our second highest profitable home is going to be raised, I believe, $100 a month. And then all other three in Montgomery have all increased, too. I'm not exactly sure of them. So that could stand to be a lot higher next year. And yes. with less repairs, hopefully. Yes. This might be a good year. We might be back in business. Yeah. I I pray that it's yes. a good year. Um so with that said, what are you what are your thoughts going forward, Shire? As we kind of get towards the end here, what are your thoughts on real estate investing with the information we have now? The people want to know. Okay. They want to know, should they do this? I really love your enthusiasm because you like got excited all of a sudden. So I feel like I'm starting to get excited all of a sudden. <laughs> and it's, it's really interesting how we do real estate. So like we don't actually live on the any income from real estate. We treat it as like its own business and its own entity. Yes. And every dollar and cent that is seen as a profit is actually reinvested into the business and the way that it's reinvested is we save up those dollars and we use it the goal is to use it for a down payment for another house house. you know because for the last five years look at me for the last five years um you know we have been taking money out of our own pocket to like inquire acquire some of our last couple of properties yeah you know um so i think that you know this year with the rent increases mm-hmm. and praying for less repairs this year that we might be able to save enough money mm-hmm. um for for another home to get to get back in this get back to on get this back and get back in the business we'll yeah. see what these interest rates look like because yeah. obviously you want to invest at the right time mm-hmm. And you want to keep those mortgages low so that your profit is high. Yes. So I think that I'm also optimistic as well. And I feel that what's happening is we're becoming like more seasoned, Mm -hmm. more seasoned investors. And that excitement and all of that that we used to have, like we still have that. But we have all of these lessons that we've learned along the way to, to help us. And obviously, we want to continue to have these conversations so other people will learn, too. Yes. And to be honest with our listeners, like, we have a real estate course, Mm -hmm. but we're not releasing the course. Right. Because we don't want to steer people in the wrong direction. We purse At the wrong time. Like, if you want to invest, you you do you. Mm -hmm. But for a certain audience, it could be... A not so great time yes. for certain individuals and I don't want to lead people astray. Yeah. We don't want to lead people astray. Mm. 
And so we're kind of like holding on to that, but yes. we're still having these conversations and we're being open, honest and transparent. And I feel that a lot of folks online, they on, just want to do the glamour life Come on. and act like they're making so much money. They'll only tell you the profit. Mm -hmm. They won't tell you how much they're paying in mortgages. They won't tell you that. You know. We could have easily been like, yo, we made 50-something <laughs> last year, y'all. Real estate, yo, it's what we do. And it's been, and, and turn the mics off. Right, and it wouldn't have been a lie. <laughs> right. But it wouldn't have been the whole truth, yeah. right? And so yeah. I think that that we do need content creators to mm -hmm. be transparent. Let's keep and, it 100, man. And to be it's, honest. This stuff's not easy. Yeah, but anywho. But yeah, we're going on a rant. But you're right, Shia. You're right. Sorry. I don't want to put anyone else down because there's a lot of fantastic yeah. um, content creators. But anywho. But here we are, five years later. Yeah. You know. I'm feeling optimistic after this. I'm Shia. optimistic. We too. needed to do this. We needed to do this for therapy's sake. It, I, I think so. Because, <laughs> you know, uh, we were driving in the car today, and Marcus said that he wanted to have this conversation, and I really didn't want to have it. <laughs> didn't want to have it like mm. i was just like you know i need more time to think right. i need more time to like process and really when we get on when we are taping a podcast a lot of times we are doing a lot of processing yes. and thinking about things like live on the air and we don't have a script and we don't have a bunch of notes yeah um but i think this was I think it was right. helpful for us, right. and I hope that... Hopefully it was helpful for y'all, too. For, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. they can say, oh, okay, real estate is lit, or some people will say, eh, no, mm -hmm. it's not for me, or, oh, I thought it was more, you know, there's going to be... Right. Many opinions. M many thoughts, opinions. But th the fact is, is, that, is that we're just one individual, we're just sharing our experience. Yes. And other people will, there will be a variety of experiences, I'm sure. Yeah. I love that, Shire. I love that, and I appreciate you. Cause Shire really likes to be, you know, topic oriented, and you know we need to have notes, and she still got her notes. But uh, no, you know, I'm I more have, like, yo, I man, turn these mics on. Let's I have go. these are mostly okay. numbers, so we're doing the math. Okay, whatever. you got your numbers. But yeah, I appreciate this, Shire. This was a great convo. So we hope you enjoyed this episode of the Black Mary and Deffy podcast. And if you do, you can't just like hold that in and just keep that to yourself. We need you to leave us a five-star review on apple Podcasts, spotify or wherever you're consuming this podcast we need you right after this to go on and leave us a five-star review and a little blurb saying hey i really enjoy marcus and shire marcus and shire they're good people you know i appreciate them whatever just anything along with your five-star review yes. that really helps us shire any other thoughts on today or are you good you good to go i'm good to go all right. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed this and we're going to holler at y'all on the next episode. Peace. Bye.